Brilliant, thank you very much. Um, before I start, I wanted to um, share a word which I got during the, um, during the worship. So um, I felt that maybe you're sitting here today and thinking, hey, actually, all that I'm hearing, that would be great, but I don't feel that this is for me. Maybe you're sitting here thinking, actually, I want to go. I don't want to sit here. I don't want to deal with this. But please bear with me because I believe and I think that God can and will speak to you personally. And that, um, it's, I love how God really, really, I love it when he speaks and when you can tell that he speaks because all the words that have been shared, there's all the things that I'm going to be mentioning and what I'm about to say as well. So I brought a scripture and a story. Um, the scripture, I'm going to be using my phone, so I'm just going to be doing both. Um, Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, to be honest with you, when I, read, when I first read that, I was like, you can't, are you kidding me? It's like, how, how on earth is that, is that something that's, um, that I could do in my life or something that I could see in my life? Because it's all the craziness happening. We have, we have COVID and all the things going around and around. It's like, I, I don't know. With all the craziness, um, how am I supposed to find rest? How is your yoke easy um, and your burden is light? I don't understand. And... Um, that's where my story comes in and where I want to share my story. Um, it's been, let me see, sorry. Okay, um, this invitation of going into rest with Jesus and finding place, a place with him and having this tension of on one side living in this world where things are just broken, where we experience pain, where we experience hurt, um, where we're bitter, where we're struggling with things on a daily basis, where I'm struggling on things with a daily basis. But then having this promise and this invitation, it's like, how on earth is that going to work? Um, so I grew up in a religious household. And for me, it was always about performance. It was never about love. It was never about, oh, yeah, actually, Daniel, you're loved unconditionally. Um, as long as you perform, you do good. So that's how I grew up. I uh, read this scripture and was like, well, that's nice, but I don't really agree. And I don't even know how to do that. I don't know how to rest or come to him where he's gentle and humble and hearted. I didn't understand. I couldn't. How could I? Um, so I glossed over those passages and starting with 12, I started to be addicted to computer games because I couldn't cope with reality. Um, one thing, I was very young. Um, one thing is seeing, yes, God is love. People speak about love. But then the other thing is recognizing and realizing this is not working for me. So up until the age of 12, I started playing games um, for six, no, 10 years, it was, um, up until I was 22. Um, I've been playing 10, 12, sometimes 24 hours. It's been crazy because I didn't know how to cope with reality. Um, I finished my school, but I dropped out of like, uh, in Germany, we have this preparation for uni. And I dropped out of it because I was barely attending. I was going to parties. I was taking party drugs. I was involved with women. There were so many things that I got distracted by, or not distracted by, but I wanted to find life. I wanted to find meaning. I wanted to find it op an opportunity to finally experience something that is more than just this stress and this, this heaviness of this world. And um, 
excuse me. So as you can think, I barely had any social skills. I had social anxieties. I was standing in front of a crowd and speaking would have been impossible for me. Um, I couldn't, there were days when I just didn't want to get up because I had a conflict at work. So I just, I couldn't. I was hiding behind my, uh, under my blanket. I had panic attacks. There's so many things that were happening and I, I didn't know what to do. Um, but I kept on thinking of one verse that Jesus sense where he said that he came to bring life and life in abundance and that over the years it's been been seven years or eight years over the struggle of figuring out life what does life mean what does that mean to live life in abundance i went out well i did what i tried uh i tried to find life doing different things that i said before parting and stuff um so I kept on searching. I, I could tell that I had commitment issues um, because I didn't know what love was. I didn't experience love. Um, I couldn't keep relationships going if it's either with, the f uh, with women or if it's with friends. Like most of my friends I haven't had contact with for years back in the day because I just didn't know how to let anyone close to me or how to, how to have anyone close to me um, because I, th I felt that I'm a good for nothing I felt that I'm not worth anything and it doesn't really matter. And to be honest with you, I felt I was meant to be left. Um, and that's when I realized, oh my goodness, I can't continue like this. Um, I need help. So I went into therapy. I was like, God, uh, you have to help me. It was a Christian therapy. Um, and over the course of that, uh, I kind of worked through things bit by bit. I was like, God, but where's this life in abundance that you promised? I can't, I can't believe that this is, this is life. This is it. Uh, and I get my ticket to heaven and I'm out, see you later. It's, I wanted more from life. And then I got a burnout in 2019 where I couldn't leave the home for two years. Uh, I couldn't see people. Um, I couldn't wake up in the morning, like daily tasks of like brushing my teeth and making sure that you're showered and stuff. It was crazy, I couldn't do it. And in that lowest of lowest spots is where I met God. Um, I found his promise and I found his presence. Um, I remember distinctly one time when I was sitting in my living room back in my flat and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't know how to talk to anyone because of the pain and the hurt, everything that I've experienced. I didn't know how to f verbalize it. So I sat in my, in my living room and cried and I, felt, <laughs> and I felt that Jesus came in and sat right next to me. He knew I didn't want to be hugged and I didn't want to talk. He just sat there and was like, God, why on earth would you do that to me? It's like, I don't deserve this. It's, I've done so many crazy things. And there were so many times when I said, you know what, I don't need you. And I really, to be honest with you, I don't want you. And God was like, that's okay, but I want you. And I will make sure that I will stay with you through all of that. Um, there was time when he protected me when I was crying my eyes out in, the, in my bed or when I just was screaming at the top of my lungs because of all the emotional pain and stuff that I was working through and I didn't know how to handle it. And I felt that God was just standing there and sitting there and like, hey, it's okay, I'm here and I will guide you through this step by step. And he did. He did guide me um, out of panic attacks. Well, I still have panic attacks every now and then. Um, but um, as you can see, I can stand in front of people. I'm actually doing all right. <laughs> um, I barely have any social anxieties. There are no, and 
I was very, very afraid of the future. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. And I was like, God, I really want to do something, but I don't know what. And now he has brought me into this adventure with him. I mean, I'm from Germany, and now I'm standing in Wales and sharing my testimony. saying, how crazy is that? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like, God, he invites us into this really beautiful adventure, this really beautiful, wild thing where it's like, come on, let's do it. I've got something beautiful prepared for you, something that you wouldn't have dared to imagine. And that's what I found with him. Obviously, as I said before, I'm still struggling with things. There's still things where I'm just like, oh my goodness, how am I supposed to deal with that? There are days when I wake up in the morning and think, not again. I thought we've been through this. I thought we've, we've sorted through this. It's like, God, please, this, is, this can't be happening. But what I found is a life in abundance. I did find hope. I found love. I found peace and I found a place where I belong. And for the first time, I actually found people that I love and care about. Um, for the first time, I could be open to people. I could be vulnerable to people. Um, I had conflict resolution. Who would have thought that? <laughs> it's been crazy. Um, and I can't imagine when I started writing this down, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm a different person today. And that's all because there was this one, one verse that kept on stuck in my head where God said, I came to bring life and life in abundance. I was like, yes, let's do it. I want that. Um, and this is the experience that I've had so far. And obviously, this is a journey and it's still going on and it's still um, continuing. But I shared that and I shared this scripture with us today because I think that God really, Jesus really wants us to invite us to his rest. Even though the craziness around us is happening, COVID is happening, social distancing is happening, uh, all the mental health issues. Um, well, I was dealing with that. I know how hard it is sometimes to stand there not knowing what's going to happen next. Who am I going to speak to next? Or like, is there anyone else? Is there anyone out there that actually cares about me? Is there any, anyone that sees me and is like, yes, there is someone. And um, that's why this invitation is out there. Um, I know what it feels like to fight for years. I've been in therapy for seven years. I finished last summer. Woo. Um, I've been in therapy for seven years. And for seven years, I've been struggling with things and not, not knowing how to deal with it. It's like, God, where are you? Where are you? I can't see you. It's cr all this craziness is happening, all the hurt, all the pain, all the confusion. And to be honest with you, I hate you right now. He didn't take that personally. And by writing this down, I realized, oh my goodness, he was there. In every single situation, he was there. He stood there and he guided me. Um, he protected me from lots of stupid things. <laughs> and um, this is where I want to encourage you because what I've found is a place where I belong, a place where I can finally be me, um, a place where, um, that I've found uh, that I can call home. And home is not just something that is like, oh yeah, this, this church is um, my church back in Germany or my flat back in Germany. Actually, it's by Jesus and he has invited me and he has given me this peace, which I, is, is, uh, I can't, can't describe it with words. And um, why am I sharing this now? And why am I sharing this with you right now? Because I've heard that uh, Woody is going through transitioning as well.
um, that you've been trying different things. And I was so amazed the first time I heard it. It's like, oh my goodness, God, that's amazing. People that recognize there's something that there needs to be changed, that there, we want to be able to, to communicate properly. It's like, oh my goodness, God, I want to be there. I want to, and now I had the opportunity. So I'm very, very honored and thankful for the opportunity of standing here today. Um, because I want to encourage you, if it's something personal or if it's this church, please don't lose hope. Um, I know what it feels like, as I said before. I know how hard it is and to wake up every single morning over years and years and thinking, God, you're not here. And how broken this world sometimes feels. But I, please, please, I beg you, don't lose hope. Because you never know when God will come through. It might be tomorrow, it might be the day after. But what he has promised is this life in abundance. It might not be the job that you're looking for. It might not be the, the spouse that you're looking for. It might not be the, the whole awesome, exciting adventure. It might just be that he brings life into it wherever you're standing right now. And um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Um, and I want to thank you. And I think that it's really, really amazing that God is doing a really great job here um, because people are being open, coming over to Wales. I was like, God, I want, uh, actually, I'm personally coming back to Wales because I can feel that stuff is happening here. I said, like, God, I want, to, I want to be part of it. <laughs> so thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for your openness. Thank you for actually saying, God, I want you. Because you, by sitting here, are de declaring something that is actually very, very vulnerable, um, not vulnerable, um, precious. There we go, that's the word. It's very, very precious. So I hope that I could encourage you. Um, I will pray, but also we'll be around. If you have questions, if you want prayer, if you want anything, just let us know, just let me know, and some of the team as well, and I'll just pray. Father, thank you for being there. Thank you that you are the one that invites us into a place of rest and that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Thank you that you see us and that you see everything that we're struggling with and that you have a promise for us and that we can come before you and that you will embrace us with everything that we have. Thank you that you give us hope and faith. And I pray that um, yeah, you protect us in your mighty name. Amen.